0: Hello, everyone! Thank you so much for giving me your time, energy, and attention. Um, today's podcast will be on an interesting topic. We're talking about procrastination and imposter syndrome. And the reason why I decided to make this topic one of my first episodes is because I think it'll give my listeners a really good idea of the type of person I am, and it'll give them an in-depth look, an in-depth look, excuse me, into my personality. Um, So I guess to kind of set the scene, um, my name is Hanifa. I am 24 years old. I am from Ontario, Canada, and I am on my way to becoming a medical doctor. Um, I'm currently pursuing my master's in neuroscience under a neurologist, and I am fascinated with science. I think it keeps me busy. It allows me to be curious um and overall it's just something that isn't really up for debate when we talk about science we talk about facts we talk about being objective we talk about data and you know the statistics speaking so that's kind of why i am in the field that i'm in um, I also want to become a doctor because I love being around people and I love finding ways to help them because I I apply myself in a way where I love science, I know how to use that knowledge to help others. Um, I also grew up with a single mom and she had a lot of health issues. Throughout her life and it was mainly due to the social determinants of health which if you don't know what that is I'd encourage you to look that up because I think everyone should know what the social determinants of health look like um, but yeah going back to my mom she de- dealt with a lot of issues and um, I was there at appointments I always wanted to help her I always was there to translate between her and the doctor and i was just really heavily involved so that's part of my med school journey (laughs) part of my journey to becoming a doctor if you will that being said for those of you who don't know the journey all that well um, with medical students and with physicians there's always a high standard with performing and I think the obvious thing to becoming a doctor is you have to be smart, you have to be disciplined, you have to know how to apply yourself, you have to know yourself, and, and it also requires you getting high grades, which means that you really have to know your stuff and you really have to perform. Um, and so part of that journey for me was that I dealt with perfectionism and it's a quite common theme to be honest amongst the pre-med community and the physician community and actually physician burnout which is very common nowadays is in part due to perfectionism and the perfectionism that doctors practice um not that that's a bad thing but anything in excess can be a bad thing so just keep that in mind um so yeah anyways going back to perfectionism For me, I always needed everything to be perfect to the point where I procrastinated a lot with a lot of my assignments, which I'm sure most of you can relate to if you're in the academic community. But basically, I procrastinated a lot because if in my mind... My end product for whatever I was working on had to be so perfect that if it wasn't, then it wasn't worthy of submitting. Even if it was done, it wasn't worthy of submitting because it had to be perfect. And so that emotional burden of something being perfect weighed on me so much that I actually procrastinated getting it done because it was just too much for me to deal with at that moment in time. And so I just kept putting it off and off and off until crunch time came and my cortisol levels (laughs) increased and I had to actually perform Um, and that was toxic in and of itself but yeah so with procrastination it's basically an emotional tie to the end product of whatever you're doing and it's associated with fear guilt um, sadness all of those terrible emotions that you don't want to deal with Um, And so for me, I always felt like I had to attain this high standard every single time I worked on anything. And if I didn't, it wasn't worthy and I didn't deserve the praise. Well, when I got into that habit of thinking and constantly applying myself like that, it came to a point where even if I did get a good mark or a good opportunity, I felt like I was deceiving them. Because to me, perfectionism or a perfect product was never attained therefore how they how therefore excuse me (laughs) therefore how could they appreciate it so they must be you know filling in a gap with my energy and by having me around by whatever um I kind of lost my train of thought. I can't remember if I was talking about an employment opportunity. But okay, let's, let's go on with talking about an employment opportunity, let's say. If I was given an opportunity, I'd think to myself, well, you know, I'm not as perfect. You know, the interview that I just gave, that wasn't perfect. So why do they have me? You know, the way the materials that I submitted, they weren't perfect, so why, why even bother having me around? Um, but it wasn't until uh, I was doing my honors thesis project and I had to do my final submission. When I tell you I was splitting hairs trying to perfect this manuscript or trying to perfect this um, thesis it was it was crazy it was really crazy and I remember my professor I kept procrastinating and I kept stalling because I didn't want to hand it in and then I think I opened up to him and I was very transparent I said look I'm just terrified of my end product being not perfect and I just don't want to submit it because I don't feel good about it and he replied back saying Hanifa perfection is the killer of done And that in and of itself was very was a very monumental moment for me because I never looked at it that way, Um, especially dealing with procrastination issues, etc. I always thought, you know what, like there is no hope for me coming out of academia like this is my this is going to be me forever and I'm constantly going to be procrastinating my whole life. And this is just me. You know, I I work well under pressure, etc. And I convinced myself of this. But little did I realize that, you know what, even if it's 80% good, that's still good enough. The other 20%, I can allow myself to learn from. And it won't be that much of a punch because at least I'm getting things done. At least I'm progressing and I'm not standing still in what I'm doing. Um, And then I remember that summer after, you know, I completed my undergrad, I participated in this global health competition and it was basically you're prompted with a global health issue and you had to come up with a solution with a team and I remember when I brought up this whole perfectionism or perfection is the killer of done one of my teammates I kid you not she she her jaw dropped and she was like hey can I show you something and we were talking via zoom at that point And I was like, yeah, absolutely. She turns around and she grabs this plaque where you can like stick letters into into it and like whatever. I don't know what it's called, but I feel like you know what I'm talking about. Anyway, she brings up this plaque and she's like, read it. And it said perfection is the killer of done. And she told me and I won't forget. She said, I deal with procrastination so much because of perfectionism that I have this on my desk all the time to remind me that perfectionism is not everything as long as you're progressing and getting things done that's all that matters that was a very defining moment for me because I felt like the universe was trying to tell me something at that point with her you know revealing this plaque to me and the significance behind it just it spoke to me um and then it wasn't until I got this amazing opportunity working at Sick Kids Hospital here in Toronto And I was working under a very prestigious, prestigious uh, neurologist. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I don't deserve this. Like, who am I kidding? Like, I am not perfect at all. And I was going down this rabbit hole of, again, just like clinging onto perfectionism so hard because, again, I felt like, wow, this opportunity in a million years. Again, I was grateful because I... I knew the gravity of this opportunity and I knew how important it was, but in a twisted way, I turned it around in a way where I wasn't grateful anymore and I wasn't grateful of myself. And that's where it clicked because it started with me. It started with me acknowledging all the hard work that I put in, all the energy that I put in, into making this opportunity happen. When I had my interview, I was like, you know what, this is not a perfect interview. I'm not going to get it. And I catastrophized the situation. And I said, if I do get it, then they're only using me to fill a hole. It's not because I it's not because of my performance. So I set the standard of myself to a point where no matter what I was getting, I wasn't understanding it for what it was because I was constantly trying to achieve this unachievable or unattainable standard within myself. So I think it boils down to if you're not appreciating and honoring and respecting all the hard work that you've done, how are you supposed to honor and appreciate and respect the opportunities that come? And I think appreciate is the key word here, because if you don't appreciate yourself, you can't appreciate other things or others. Um, So that was a huge, huge moment for me. And I know imposter syndrome is still a very complex and nuanced topic, and it especially affects a lot of young women and girls. Um, in academia or in any field, really. It's it's something that I think is worth having a conversation about because I know that I'm not alone and shifting my perspective on perfectionism has helped me in so many ways. It's inconceivable. Now I get things done days and weeks before they're due because I actually enjoy putting in the time and effort to getting something done that's maybe 80 to 90 percent good and the rest 20 to 10 percent or 10 to 20 percent it's okay if it's not great I'll learn from that at least I'm getting done at least I'm getting these things done and at least I'm progressing um I also heard in a podcast episode between two medical students um they were female medical students they were also talking about imposter syndrome and one of them said that Imposter syndrome to her meant that she had something to be proud of that she wasn't consciously appreciating or being proud of. And that almost confirmed my feelings about imposter syndrome and how perfectionism relates to that. So yeah, I hope this episode was helpful. I hope it gives you more insight into imposter syndrome and how you could be dealing with it or how you could help someone who is dealing with it yeah i'm open to conversation and discussion so please if you can reach out anyway whether it's through commenting on my social media posts or dming me um or messaging me if you know me personally emailing me whatever um please reach out let me know your thoughts let me know if this is something that you want to hear more of i'm not going anywhere so yeah feel free to reach out. And honestly, thank you so, so, so much for tuning in and giving me your time, energy, and attention. As always, I love you guys. Thank you. I also just wanted to quickly add that dealing with perfectionism in a positive way and having the 80-20 model where, you know, 80% can be good and the rest 20% doesn't matter, has really boosted my confidence in a way where I in a way that I never imagined. I feel like understanding that I can progress and not have to have this fear, this anxiety of the end product really boosted my confidence because now I can approach any situation really not holding myself to this unattainable standard where I'm comfortable being held accountable. I'm comfortable having a discussion. I'm comfortable being critiqued and not to say that i wasn't before but i think i just wanted to avoid those things at all costs that i clung to perfectionism so hard but now i'm way more relaxed way more i'm able to actually live in the present moment and not have to worry about the future and that i think is a very liberating feeling and it gives me a lot of confidence with anything i do okay thank you so much guys that is officially the end and yeah love you bye